event. Not just a word, but a noun. It's a description of one who doesn't see things as others do. One who doesn't seek the gratification that society sees as normal. Being a deviant isn't always a bad thing, as thinking outside the box does have its advantages. But for the deviants that we'll talk about, well, they far exceed any type of what one would consider normal. In fact, they have become so thickly weaved in society today that it seems like we can't go a day without finding another deviant doing something that tops everything we've seen so far. I'm talking about those who do some of the most outlandish things that defies any and all logic. You know the type. We see it every day. Come with me and we'll keep an eye out as the world circles the drain with deviants. Hello, I'm Larry Bentley and this is the Deviant Report. Welcome, my good friends, to our very first Deviant Report. I decided to take it a little bit easy on this first one, but I can guarantee you it's not going to stay this way. Nonetheless, you might want to prepare yourselves because some of this stuff is over the top and out the window, but heck, it's all true. First, let's look at the deviants who set up the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis. The marathon especially was a total mess. The first place finisher did most of the race in a car. The guy in second place almost died from eating rat poison, and the fourth place finisher finished the race in dress pants and shoes and took a nap by the side of the road for part of the race. First off, the entire course was a dusty mess, and breathing in that dust caused all kind of injuries, including one runner who was hospitalized from coughing up blood after the dust tore his esophagus and stomach lining. The organizer of the race purposefully withheld water in order to test the effects of dehydration, so the whole thing was a nightmare from the start. That first-place finisher, Fred Lors, hitched a ride in a car to the end of the course after he was struck with serious cramping from the lack of water. He got out shortly before the finish line and stumbled across it, which fooled some of the onlookers. He later claimed that he did it as a joke after he was found out. That second place finisher, Tom Hicks, was given a mixture of egg whites and strychnine, a poison that is used to kill rats and birds, as an attempt to enhance his performance as a drug. He was carried across the finish line by his handlers who had been the ones that poisoned him. A fourth place finisher, Adrian Carball, was a Cuban national who raised the money to attend Olympics by running the entire length of Cuba. He got to the United States and gambled every penny of it away, and he showed up to the race wearing his dress clothes. Thankfully, another runner used a knife to cut his pants off and make shorts out of him. Carval stopped at a roadside orchard for a snack during the race, but the apples turned out to be rotten, and he was struck with stomach camps and had to sleep it off on the side of the road. That's a perfect portrait of what happens when you let deviants run the show. And a man named Adolf Hitler has won a local election in Nambia but uh, swears he has no plans of world domination or genocide. Adolf Hitler, 54-year-old man, was elected as a local politician for the town of Apunja 
in the North African community with a 85% total vote. However, Mr. Hitler says he, despite his unfortunate namesake, he has no plans to take over the world. So, so he says. He said his father gave him the name without understanding the Nazi leader was or who he was or what he stood for. Nambia is a former German colony, so it's not unusual for streets, places, and even people to have the German names. It was a perfectly normal name for me when I was a kid, he said. It wasn't until I grew older and realized that the man wanted to subjugate the whole world and killed millions of Jews. The fact I have the name doesn't mean that I want to conquer the world. I guess time will tell whether he keeps his campaign promise or not, won't it? From Las Vegas, a man hired himself a pair of escorts and was shocked when they showed up. California man called for two escorts to come to his hotel room. He said he opened the door, all prepared to light the lamp, so to speak, but collapsed to the floor and had a panic attack when he saw that it was two of his daughters. Father of ten, Titus McDonald's of Los Angeles, said he was having marital problems and went to Las Vegas to blow off a little steam. I guess in his mind that was the best way to fix marital problems. Mr. McDonald said, I've never ordered a prostitute in my life. What are the odds of my own flesh and blood showing up? I think that this is the Lord's way of pimp slapping me. His daughters, who he hadn't seen in many years, fled the room when they saw their father. Once Mr. McDonald's had recovered from the initial shock, he found his daughters, now aged 20 and 23, in a casino bar. I told him I was very sorry for what I done did. I apologized for my actions and said that I just want my family whole again. My daughters and I have patched up our relationship. My marital problems are not over yet, but we have a wonderful counselor who is helping us get over this most difficult period. Mr. McDonald's lost touch with his daughters when they disappeared from the family home three years ago. And I guess that's a heck of a way to find them, ain't it? A couple are seeking a sex change for their cat. Same-sex couple Amanda and Amanda Johnson claimed their seven-year-old male cat Wolfgang is actually a female trapped in a tomcat's body, and they want to help their pet realize its true gender. Male cats tend to be more aggressive, but Wolfgang ain't. One of the Amandas said, Male cats tend to want to hunt more, and Wolfgang doesn't. Male cats tend to be more territorial. Wolfgang is a giant teddy bear and runs from all conflict. The other Amanda said that they have the smoking gun that proves they're right. When we put Wolfgang in male cat clothes, he gets very angry and wants them all off right now. When we dress him in a dress, he purrs with feminine delight. He never wants to take the dress off or even the fancy little cat panties that we put on him. He wants to keep them on, too. It's clear as a bell that Wolfgang is a woman cat, not a man. The Johnsons believe, since society already accepts human beings for having gender identity confusion, why wouldn't society accept animals from suffering the same affliction? The couple is attempting to persuade surgeons who specialize in sexual reassignment surgery to operate on Wolfgang, but have been unsuccessful so far. They said that they won't even look at the evidence we have. Amanda Johnson said the doctors are very intolerant and very bigoted. 
but we're talking to several surgeons in Honduras, and I think we've found one who will perform the surgery even though she's never done it before. The, after that, we will launch an awareness campaign to bring lights and hopefully acceptance to this very real issue of animal suffering from gender identity disorder. We hope one day all animals will be able to have the chance to know the right to choose the gender that they're supposed to be. For the love of Mike. And I'm not done yet. A man claims he was kidnapped and tortured by Jesus Christ. Abdul Matar claims he was sleeping one night in his condo when he felt a fist bust him through his face and was then blinded by a bag cinched over his head. He was then dragged out of bed, driven to a remote area in the desert, and tied to a chair, where the bag was then whipped off his head and he saw an angry man with shoulder-length hair, long beard, wearing a robe and sandals. It was Jesus Christ, Matar said. He was most upset with me. Matar alleges Jesus proceeded to beat him in the face and stomach with his fist and then used a riding crop to whip the backs of his hands. He said I needed to accept him as my personal savior or he would beat me to death. I told him to F himself, which didn't help matters any. Matar is a devout Muslim and believes Christianity is a religion of the devil. I tell people all the time that Jesus is a bad God, and now I have my proof. Matar said he tortured me mercilessly. Allah would never do this. Only Jesus would. Christianity is not a religion of peace, but a religion of violence and hatred. Matar said Jesus then put a crown of thorns on his head and told him, I will show you what real pain is. He brought out large nails and a hammer and two two-by-fours and said he would nail my hands to the wood, Matar said. That's when I knew I had to give in to him. I didn't want to ruin my hands. I prayed to Jesus right there and then for my life, and I prayed to Jesus to stop hurting me. Jesus then asked Matar if he would accepted him as his personal savior. Matar cried out, yes. But Matar added, my hands were tied hidden behind my back, so... I was able to cross my fingers, which nullifies the whole thing. It means I didn't technically really accept Jesus. But he totally bought it. Looks like he's not all-knowing after all, right? That's what Matar said. Jesus untied Matar, kissed him on the forehead, and left. Matar walked out of the Las Vegas desert and all the way back home. I didn't call the police, he said, because how can you turn in a supernatural being? What are you going to do? Arrest Jesus Christ? Hmm. A couple accused of getting jiggy on a Myrtle Beach Ferris wheel once again have been charged with indecent exposure. They'd be in a lot less trouble if they'd just go ahead and get a room, wouldn't they? A South Carolina couple busted earlier this month for allegedly doing the nasty on the Myrtle Beach landmark Ferris wheel has been arrested once more time in the same public lewdness charges. Some people I guess you just can't reach, folks. Eric and Lori Harmon, both 36, are now accused of performing the horizontal mambo on a supermarket parking lot and on a bench near a playground where kids play. 
On multiple occasions over the last few months, they've even filmed their public liaisons to share on their pornographic website, which police found and used as evidence against them. They surrendered to authorities on the new charges. Eric Harmon faces two new counts of indecent exposure, and Lori Harmon faces another four. They were once again released on bond, this time $2,500 each. They had already been released for 18000 and 14000 respectively, but that was just two weeks ago. The Harmons were previously arrested after police said they found a video of the couple making the beast with two backs in a glass compartment on the Myrtle Beach Skywheel. And they faced similar charges from another incident in a community swimming pool. In addition to the deviant behavior, Lori Harmon is charged with public urination in multiple instances including in a hotel elevator and on top of a pair of vending machines, for the love of Mike. Maybe they should just change their name from Harmon to Hormone. What do you think, folks? British Airways is investigating reports that a stewardess has offered to get spicy with customers between flights. British Airways is looking into reports that one of its Heathrow-based stewardesses is selling spicy interludes and her underwear during and in between flights. Photos of the flight attendants' risque advertisements on social media come to the attention of the airways. The photos show her in a variety of suggestive poses while in uniform and on the plane, of course. For $33, a passenger can be the new owner of her once-worn underwear. Two times that price will be a securing fee for a prospective client where he can meet her at a hotel for a, what she calls a little slap and tickle. Passengers are also promised unspecific entertainment on board if, like Bob Barker says, the price is right. All you have to do is give me a sum of money and you'll be treated to a whole different experience of your choice, she wrote on her social media page. After the first report of the advertisements, her social media accounts have all of a sudden disappeared. The airline said it launched an investigation to identify the mystery stewardess. We expect the high standards of behavior from all our colleagues at all times, and we are investigating the claims, what the airline said anyway. I just got to wonder what kind of trouble you'd have identifying somebody using their own picture on a social media account with their own name, especially after they saw them before she took them down. Huh? Deviants. What are we going to do with them, folks? I hope you enjoyed hearing the Deviant Report. If you have, please rate and review the podcast, and don't forget to follow us, please. Of course, you'll be following Appalachian Murder, Mystery, and Legend to get this Deviant Report podcast, which runs right along with the other podcast. If you like even more episodes of both of these podcasts and have access to more of the Deviant Report, which comes out as I collect enough of the stories to make an episode... Consider becoming a subscriber for $1.99 a month for extra episodes of all three podcasts. Please join us on Facebook group Appalachian Murder Mystery and Legend podcast where we can discuss anything Appalachian or whatever else you'd like to talk about. I'll be back real soon with another episode of the David Report. Brace yourselves. I'll see you then.